Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk lessons learned from the 2023 season up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Wednesday, October 4th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And as we like to do every year, Scott, no one's perfect in fantasy baseball. There are lessons to be learned. So let's kind of rattle off some here. You're up first. Hey. Number one lesson. Number one lesson. Uh, I don't know that this is necessarily the most important one, but it is a lesson I learned. The return of position scarcity in 2022 was just a blip. I made a focus in drafts this year for a while. I was talking about, okay, round one, I'm going to draft an outfielder. Round two, I'm going to draft a third baseman. Round three, a second baseman. Because I thought those were the weakest positions. I thought it was crucial to fill them early. Um, and, and there was... You know, in the aftermath of 2022, that year seemed to be, it seemed to be the case that those positions, you know, home runs were down across the league. It seemed to affect the um, historically weaker infield positions more. And, uh, and and so that seemed like the way to go to build a team based on that. But power came surging back in 2023. And, oh yeah, stolen bases were way up. So that impacted the same positions that lost power probably in a disproportional way and made them deeper because of the stolen bases. And so uh, it just seems to be a non-issue now. I'm going to go into next year with a no, no, in, no intentional position strategy and just get the most, most production I can get with each pick. Yeah, I agree with that one completely. I think you just take as many great players early in drafts as you possibly can. Do not worry yeah. about which position they play. And speaking of early rounds, I think... This first lesson for me, it kind of goes from early into the mid-rounds and valuing floor and ceiling combinations more evenly than in years past. I've become a little bit injury agnostic over the past couple of seasons. And, you know, for, for those early round players, you need the counting stats. You need these guys on the field. And look, obviously injuries are always going to happen. Some of it is unpredictable. But with guys that have a checkered pass, like a Jazz Chisholm or Eloy Jimenez, I mean, these are guys that continuously draft year after year, and they have trouble staying on the field. Now, maybe next year they they do it for the first time. You know, it could happen with anyone. But I, I think I need to value that floor, and I think that needs to be like something I prioritize more uh, moving forward in the early to mid rounds, uh, moving forward in drafts. Scott, you are up with your second lesson from the season. All right, there's a lot to bite off here, and we've talked about it in various forms before, but it has to do with the changing starting pitcher landscape. And I think 
the way I want to approach starting pitcher next year is quantity over quality, but with the caveat that the quantity has to be of a certain quality. I'm kind of, you know, if, 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 if what we saw at starting pitcher this year is the standard going forward, where ERAs are going to fluctuate wildly for everybody, regardless of what class of pitcher you're talking about. And it's just going to be very predictable. And there's going to be these blow up starts out of nowhere. And you're going to pull your hair out over pitching anyway, regardless of how much you invest in it. And yeah, the high end of the pitcher ranks were not as high end as we're used to seeing. And then there was this big giant glob of 60 pitchers or so that were very hard to rank over the course of the season. I'm going to lean into that. I'm going to accept that it's hopeless trying to figure out which pitchers are going to set you apart more than others. And so instead of investing in quality and using up high picks, what I want to do is load up in the middle rounds of drafts on as many of those globby pitchers as I can. Overdo it in the middle rounds of drafts so that as the season plays out, I, can, I have the opportunity to play matchups. I can trim the fat over the course of the season when some of those pitchers show that they don't even belong in the glob. I can just trim them and, and narrow it down to the pitchers who do belong in the glob, who I can at least trust to come through most of the time, even if there are those occasional blow-up starts, and not have to rely so much on the waiver wire to fill needs because that's a losing strategy, if, particularly in roto leagues where there's such a high threshold to meet. For, for for pitcher performance um you know in, in points leagues you can you can stream a little more you can accept bad outings a little more than in roto leagues where a bad outing just ruins you in the in the ratio category so that's my plan next year is to uh you know really focus on getting as filling as many hit, hitting categories getting a, a good strong elite hitting base early in drafts and then going overboard in the middle rounds on pitching so that i have options my head is spinning, Scott. Since the season has ended, trying to figure out what to do with pitchers next year, good thing we have like five more months to figure it out. Indeed. But it's something that I need to sit down and dive in and, and figure out for myself as well. Uh, the other uh, lesson I wanted to quickly mention here, and you talked about the ratios real quick, and, and I look back at my Roto teams from this past season. I've struggled in Roto the past couple of years. Common theme, low batting average. I didn't have a single team finish in the top four in batting average this season. And I think I said the same thing last offseason. I need to prioritize the ratio stats. Batting average, ERA, and whip. Again, still have to figure out what I'm going to do with pitching. But when you get further into the season, it's harder to make up ground in the ratio stats. You can always stream more games and pick up players and try and stream for like counting stats and all that kind of stuff. But it is harder to make up the ratio. So I, I just think I need to put more of an emphasis on that. Batting average, ERA, and whip on my Roto teams heading into next season. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again on Saturday. Bye-bye. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.